On the third day of Christmas, my golf game gave to me golf daydreams. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Blind Shots Podcast. I'm your host, David Hill. And today, I want to talk about what gets me through the winter, what gets me through the periods without golf sometimes. And those are my golf daydreams. I'm an avid golf daydreamer, um, perhaps because I've had a little bit of success turning those into actual plans. And sometimes the plans even get executed and followed through on but um maybe that for me that's kind of i don't know if it's an unspoken or underappreciated part of golf it's not necessarily the reliving and retelling of the stories and the the great rounds or the the tragic failed rounds and missed opportunities from i guess on a different level just the golf being in space being in special places seeing things that bring peace bring excitement um and and just joy or something different even all i can be awed by a golf course still and so um the off season that my extended off season but almost every winter we in central kentucky when we don't have time to to play golf i like to think about where i'm going to go i come up with some rudimentary plans and some small ideas uh, hi birdie yes birdie girl our 11 year old box door that's half lab half boxer we think um has come to say hi good this morning we're recording very early this morning before the family gets up and uh, golf daydreams are, I guess, how I plan out the next year, or it's a set of hopes and aspirations. They're not necessarily goals, because if I don't get it done, if I don't travel, if I don't have the time or, or resources to do, uh, to pursue a certain daydream, that's okay. There's always next year, at least for a little while. Um, you know, I've had a rush of ideas, uh, being sidelined the last couple of months, I've scaled out this grand pair of uh, basically loops driving loops that would take me to places I had an idea that I was going to turn a whole bunch of listeners and Twitter friends and online social friends into real friends go see them at their golf courses and that is a pleasant daydream unfortunately I don't think I could get it done in the time allotted uh, necessarily I would almost need a, a spring break or a summer break type week to to do all of it right and that's just time I don't have at this point but the idea of that um, was really intriguing it was a a nice way a nice time to assess um, maybe what's important in my golf game now Um, I am way less enamored these days of lists and bucket course uh, bucket list courses per se just the whole idea of list. I don't really read them much anymore. Um, but I did see, speaking of which, I did see that Golf Magazine included Park Mammoth in their top five of their most recent released Best of State. So I thought that was cool um, just because I'm happy for Brian and Colton and, and Dave Chandler and the team they've got down there to take that from something desolate um, in a non-golf, I mean really barely golf experience into something really cool down there. It's nice to see them recognize they've earned that. It's a, a good course. Um, I, I think for the first time, I guess in response to something I tweeted out, I, I read that it's a little, had a couple of people say that's a little bit polarizing to them. Eh, 
I don't see it that way, but to each their own. Everybody gets to judge for themselves, which is kind of folds back into what I was saying. You know, I'm, I, I follow some people online that have top 100 quests, um, and that is something that holds no interest for me. Would I love to, to see the greatest golf courses made in America? Sure. Is it likely that I will get the opportunity? Probably not. You know what? That's okay. Um, you know, the, the just staying out of those arguments, that kind of nerdish fight over which is better, and that comes with any art. That's not just golf courses, and it's not some just unique to some obscure corner of golf. That's any golf. Uh, or any art, music, television shows, movies, paintings, all of it. You're going to have some percentage of the people that are interested in it and wear their knowledge of it as a badge of pride and, and part of their ego. And, you know, I just have no time for that anymore. Um, yeah, arguing over which architect is better and, and all that. Spare me. Um, I want to see something that moves me. I want to experience something that is great in the sense of on you know i find myself drawn to the extremes more now than i used to be just a plain middle of the road nice country club golf course okay you know that for me that's going to be more about the experience of who i'm with um and the the fun we can have playing rather than you know looking for something check off a list like yes i played such and such country club and that's on Golf Digest list. Eh, whatever. Anyway, getting off track a little bit. Um, but that's, I'm, I'm on a kick of finding the more out of the way, the more obscure golf courses and golf course experiences. Now, that I say that sitting about 40 yards from the first fairway at Atlantic Dunes. We snuck away for a little vacation down here, and that is definitely not what that experience is. But I enjoy those. Um, the courses down here are fun, and there's something different, and it's a hell of a lot warmer now than it was when I left Lexington a couple of days ago. But those that's what daydreams afford you. you can, I can almost take an entire vacation in my head without actually having to leave um, if I get right down to it. I enjoy the, the what-ifs. The what-ifs are powerful. It's a hope that... In the dregs of the gray of winter, there's going to be something better one day. There's going to be an opportunity to see something different, that my eyeline will change, that the smells will change, that the wind will feel different. And you know what? Some days, on those dark days, it's enough to get through. Um, you know, those, I guess I'm talking primarily about daydreams, about going and seeing something new, seeing far-flung places, because I've checked out most of the places that are nearby where I live. Um, but I also do a lot of daydreaming about things that are actually planned. Um, you know, for my big guys golf trip that I take every August. That is something I can spend months looking forward to and kind of planning in my head and playing out. I used to really get caught up in worrying about those trips. Just as the trip captain, as somebody that does the plans, I, I used to want to make sure everything was perfect for everybody. And you know what, that just stressed me out. And somewhere along the, the way, I realized, you know, this, this, these guys, they're here to have fun. They're going to have fun even if things aren't perfect. They're going to have fun even if I'm not involved. I think I've got the trip set up so that it's almost, somebody else could run it pretty easily. All they need is the, the password to the, the group app. Um, 
you know, take some pride in that. Take a little comfort in that, knowing that they're going to show up. And if they didn't, if the experience changed and it wasn't what they wanted, they'd leave. And you know what? That'd be okay. I don't think my world would fall apart now like it might have years ago. Um, but I daydream about those trips. We're doing a big trip this year. Uh, we did a small trip last year, a cost-effective trip to Nashville. Well, this year we're going big. We're going out to Bandon. It'll be all of our first times out there. Um, so I think I will probably be doing the least amount of planning I've ever done for a golf trip because I'm just going to let the magic of Bandon Dune speak for itself. I'm a, I will try to make sure that logistics are relatively easy for everybody, um, but that's not my job necessarily. So, um, But daydream about how that's going to go, um, what kind of fun we're going to have, how we might have to modify some of our past practices i think this trip will look a whole lot more like our sand valley trip where there weren't a lot of after golf post course activities because everybody's just so tired i mean we walk 36 a day and that's even for people in good shape that's plenty enough to wipe them out for an evening but um those are the types of things that get through the winter and being having a bad winter and being injured for all of the fall, there was a lot of golf daydreaming that went on. You know, I, I think what it comes down to is I just really love an adventure. I love the romance of a road trip, just getting in the car with relatively unlimited possibilities ahead of you. That is something that I've always enjoyed. I think ever since I had my drive, ever since I could get on a bike and ride around the neighborhood kind of uninhibited, that is just something I've enjoyed. Not knowing what's around the next corner, which may run counter to my need to control everything maybe that's just my mental break my mental escape is that escaping away from the day-to-day need to control things just having that adventure not knowing what's going to happen next and golf is as good a reason to go uh, and see something uh, and do something new and meet somebody new as anything that i've found you know when the when the lines between daydreams and plans blur a little bit, that, that can get messy emotionally. Um, I am somebody that can go zero to a hundred on an idea really quick. You know, just an offhand remark from a friend that, hey, you know, I heard that something, you know, I heard that stream song is really great. They can say that or text me that. And all of a sudden I'll start thinking, okay, how do we get down there? How long? We've got to stay on property, so when can we avoid peak rates? Do we want to avoid peak? You know, I can just go. And all it was was a comment from a friend, not an invitation for me to plan, you know, the next dream vacation. But that's just the way. Again, it gets a little messy because then I start working up expectations and and my anticipation turns to want. Um, so I guess maybe that's the downside of daydreams. Um, that and just looking like an absolute flake because I'm always trying to plan the next thing. I'm sure that probably gets tough to be around every once in a while. My wife and I have battled about that for years. I think she's finally browbeat me into being a little more realistic. And I'm better for it. Um, but that is part of, I guess that's the downside of daydreams. Um, is that, too, you, you can forget what's right in front, you know. Um, in season, Lexington has such great golf that, you know, I don't have to leave somewhere. I could play Kearney Hill 20 days in a row and probably not be bored on that 20th day. And finally, um, 
I guess the important thing is that they just work as a stopgap. If I were to to worry about what I hadn't seen and, and get the wanderlust too bad, then it becomes a negative rather than a positive. Rather than aspirational, it becomes sort of depressing that, well, I haven't seen this or I haven't been able to do that. And that's no good. That's no way to live. So uh, just a few thoughts, uh, just a little bit more of a rambling monologue trying this first thing in the morning. Thanks for your patience if you made it this far. But that is something, golf daydreams were a big part of my 2022 and they'll be a big part of my 2023 moving forward. So what I would tell you is keep dreaming. Dream big, chase those dreams. Uh, the time is now as opposed to sometime down the road. Um, the whole, my whole golf trip, the, the I guess we'll be entering our 11th year. That started as just a daydream. That started as one of those conversations. You know, sometime we ought to ellipsis, dot, dot, dot. And we made it happen. And we're going strong and we've recruited new members. And that has led to new friendships that I never imagined and better friendships with the guys I did know. Um, and I've been able to see some amazing things, some amazing places. I've been able to share them with my family, not just my friends. So daydream, dream big, go chase it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Think what you will of Atlantic Dunes and Heron Point, the two courses on the Sea Pines Plantation here at Hilton Head that are not named Harbor Town. I happen to like the courses. I think they're fun, but teach their own. What I think is undeniable and what I will give an unpaid plug for is the experience at the Plantation Clubhouse, the I guess the clubhouse and golf shop and restaurant for those two courses. It's a whole separate facility, not connected to Harbor Town at all. And it is such a wonderful practice facility. They've got their own learning center with instruction, teaching pros down there. But one of the things I look forward to every year when we come down here is just being able to go and chip and putt on real greens that are separate, the putting greens, separate from the short game area, separate from the range. They're all top-notch. And then to be able to walk up on the back porch, and you do walk up like everything on this island that's relatively new construction, the, the veranda and the back porch is up uh, for storm surge reasons, obviously. And the view from up there is so underrated. It is so nice to be able to look out over number nine on Lang Dunes and number 18 and number one on Heron Point and just watch the golf happen, watch people go about and move at a leisurely pace. It is one of the underrated and underappreciated um, items down here. So, if you're ever down in Hilton Head, do come check it out.